Good morning and welcome to The Parent Page, the podcast where we bring all the crazy from your kid's college parent page offline, do a little over-analysis, and give you the straight story from inside the ivory tower of a college campus. I'm Leslie Zox. And I'm Mindy Horwitz. Good morning. Good morning, Mindy. So happy to be here. So excited to be here. It's been a long week. A long week. A long week. How are things with you? Oh, we had a week. So... uh... (laughs) My oldest, our oldest son has been waiting since September for a, um, he needed cartilage in his knee, so he's uh-huh. been waiting for a cadaver since. Wow. Um, and finally. That's hardcore. Yeah. It was, it's his third knee surgery, but this is the biggest that he yeah. will have had. So Senior about, year, too. That's rough. So a week ago, yeah. we got the call that, the, that they had the cadaver and that his surgery would be scheduled for this Wednesday. Yeah. And it actually was like... So one of these things where you have to kind of drop everything. You drop and everything. You drop everything. You drop everything. Yeah. But, um, but I couldn't drop my haircut. <laughs> but anyway. Um, <laughs> sorry. Mindy, next time just be careful that you didn't say something like that right after I've taken a big slurp of coffee. <laughs> anyway, so we dropped everything, but the timing was perfect because... With I, the exception of your haircut. <laughs> yeah. There's that. Because it's right before spring break. He only had to miss a day and a half of... of classes and it's basketball season so he can sit all day in his lazy boy chair with his leg elevated and watch basketball i'm sorry i don't understand what the problem is (laughs) so far this is sounding pretty good yeah not not the worst so anyway so i was at the surgery it's an outpatient surgery clinic it's um affiliated with the the school the university that will remain nameless yeah so i was Uh sitting in there and um we, you, you arrived two hours early, and we saw another another person in um, some sort of Greek letter sweatshirt uh-huh. walk in with a, a parent. Yeah. And, of course, I started chatting with Chat, her. chat. Chat, yes. chat. She was another student from our university who was having a surgery at the same time. No kidding. So the mom and I got... Surgery buddies. Surgery buddies. So the mom <laughs> and I were able to sit together the whole, you know, for the... For the two hours during the surgery. Yeah. She said, I said, hi, I'm Mindy. And she said, are you Mindy, Mindy? <laughs> the Mindy. And I said, I, do you know Mindy? Mindy, said, if Mindy knows Mindy. I said, are you on Facebook? Because I, I, if she wasn't on Facebook, then she probably wouldn't have. Right, right. But she is, and of she course. was. And she, um, I know she you. She said to her daughter, she said, actually sitting next to sort of a celebrity yeah and I said oh do you know you're kind of you're kind of a big deal around here Mindy (laughs) which was so ridiculous I have cake (laughs) she was lovely and we got to spend that spend the two hours together while they wait you knew if she knew me too well I mean if they know they yeah they they know and vice versa yeah Yeah, for sure so I don't remember how you came up but it doesn't it It doesn't matter matter. it doesn't matter but she said so she left at some point to go to the pharmacy to pick up her medicine for later. And she called me from the car and she said, I'm going to Starbucks. Is there anything you need? And I said, yes. Just I'm, a cup of coffee. Yeah, coffee would be great. I'm so cold. And she said, so she brought me my coffee. And she said, I'll bet nobody ever brings things to Mindy Nose. <laughs> I'm so happy to be able to bring something to you. Isn't it nice to have another parent take care of you for it once, was Mindy? So <laughs> Thank you to that, whoever that parent was. Thank you so much for taking care of Mindy. It doesn't happen very often. It was really, it was really (laughs) nice to have someone alongside me for that. Of course. I just felt the time and got to share stories. And and, And I assume they both came through just fine. Yeah, I think, I think 
uh, yeah, I was able to recommend her 50 different restaurants to bring and take out for the next week and a half. She, she plugged you for all the information yeah, was, that she and, needed. And, and I plugged her for my coffee. That's right. It was a completely symbiotic relationship. Very, so very nice. lovely. So here we are. We're recovering and all is well. Uh, well, I know it's going to be a long recovery so, and it's hard for students on campus when they have physical challenges like that. Maybe we'll do an episode on that in oh, the yeah. future of how students can cope with stuff, just those kinds of little hurdles when they come up, yeah. literally. How, how was your week? What's going on? Oh, just a, you know, seriously um, busy, busy, just like you. Although this week I started doing a little bit additional research um, with some friends of mine who go to different universities, believe it or not. I know people who are at universities other than wow. than ours. Um, and I was sharing around a little bit. I had some questions just in, you know, doing some background research for our own podcast. But I thought it would be fun to share um, some, just going forward to share some of my favorite uh, examples of stuff that have come up on other parent pages everywhere. Because I think one really funny common element to all of our engagements with these parent pages is that we all think that our parent page is uniquely crazy. Um, energetic, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uniquely, um, you know, um, active and opinionated. And, and, and I think what you and I have realized is that, no, no, they're pretty much all exactly the same. It's not unique to anybody. Everybody's parent page is crazy. For sure. Um, so one of my, so we're going to start doing, sharing little anecdotes from the, from the field. So the <laughs> anecdote that I have to share today is from a friend of mine whose uh, child goes to a large university in central New York that starts with the letter S, um, like a lot of universities, just concluded their Greek rush. Okay. Yeah, like, I mean, you know, universities have their rush at different times of year. This university did it right after the holidays and spent the last, I don't know, six weeks or something doing Greek rush. And um, Greek life at this particular university is kind of a big deal and doesn't work out great for everybody. And some kids have better experiences with it than others. And anyway, one parent, Rush had concluded with, you know, students getting their bids and everything. And one parent posted on this parent page for this large Central New York University a question for the parent community community about where where can I buy a Greek sweatshirt for my child who just got a bid from and all she was asking about is where does one buy such a thing like I wouldn't know if my child was going to a universe I wouldn't know here where to buy Greek letters like I would have, I would have no idea it wasn't a crazy question off with her head off with her head <laughs> like no. marched her through the oh. center of town and tarred and feathered her like it it was a total tear down like how dare you don't you understand there are a lot of a lot of us who are seriously de- dealing with very upset students. How dare you post this question? So insensitive. <laughs> All she'd asked was, where do I buy Greek letters? And um, oh, gosh. it was really funny because apparently there was a groundswell of support among the participants in the parent page to say, hey, everybody, it was an honest question. Nothing's wrong with that question we all understand, you know, like they had to like the administrators had to come on and say, everybody needs to back oh off gosh. this woman. That's, that's crazy. And stuff. yeah. And the, I think this woman ultimately just decided to 
permanently <gasps> leave the pair page as a result. Did she leave America? <laughs> Did she leave the universe? Oh my God. I just, I mean, and I know, and you know, at times we have, I mean, I think you, you far less than me. Like there have been times where I've posted some innocent thing on our parent page because I live right in the center of campus. And so I don't always think through like how every single person's going to react to right. stuff. But sometimes they are pretty innocuous things that I have a hard time imagining somebody having any kind of negative reaction to. And yet, and yet you can always kind of count on it happening. Anyway, those are <laughs> the fun little nuances of our parent pages. I'm so glad you shared that. Yeah. That, um, I'm so, anyway. Makes our drama look a little less intense. It does at times. I think it makes everybody's drama seem a little less intense when you can look at somebody else's. <laughs> <laughs> That's the joy. Okay, welcome back to the parent page, everyone. We're gonna kick off our second topic for the day. Very exciting. Packing and storage for the first year student. This is a hot, hot topic, and I don't think we can spend nearly enough time answering everyone's questions, but we're gonna give it a shot. Can you tell how excited I am? I'm, I think this is totally your jam, Mindy, so I'm gonna let you take it from here. <laughs> I am so excited to introduce <laughs> my friend Todd Eiserman, co-owner of STL Rent-A-Box. After Todd graduated from high school, he joined the Navy where he navigated the USS Pittsburgh submarine for four years. He then worked for uh, the STL County Police Department as a police officer for five years. But he got his real estate license after that about 10 years ago and is now able to help students in a much different capacity through his eco-friendly storage boxes. Todd and his wife, Stacy our hero, have helped countless students with their moving and storage needs during I think there are summer a lot of months. people's heroes at this point, yes. And today he is here to share some of the things he's learned along the way. So, Todd, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. That, you have an amazing background on submarines. I'm just... It is a unique that's job. That's hardcore underwater it is a very for unique months job. at a time. All over the world, it's an insane job. Wow. I bet that really prepared you for helping students <laughs> back up there. It's the natural flow of things. I, I, I see the relationship for real. Most do. people do this. This is the progression for it. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. Tell us, no. Todd, tell us how your, your business works. Everything. Um, well, my business, we started renting eco-friendly boxes about 10 years ago in the St. Louis area. Um, and we stored items for you know, people that are moving in the St. Louis area. And then it was the kind of like you were saying, like the natural progression to just, hey, we had an idea of maybe we can help some uh, the students at local universities. And uh, that's pretty much how this started. So, I think that's awesome. It's it's perfect. I think that makes a lot of sense. And how long ago was it that you started your university focus? About five years About ago. About five years ago. Yeah, it started really small, and we had no idea it was going to grow into what it is today. Oh, uh, that's exciting. So, to, so we're here today. We're trying to help our incoming freshmen plan for their arrival to school in August. And I think you might have a unique insight as to um, pitfalls and hints and things that you can help us um share with these families who are nervously yeah one thing i've noticed on the parent page just to give the question and even a little more context is you know parents share a lot of information starting this time of year about the best things to use to actually physically pack your student up so that they're not left with a bunch of boxes or luggage that they have to find storage space for and 
And then also just the volume of stuff that they're bringing. There's a lot of question marks about that because there you have to deal with that stuff at the end of the year too. In so. actuality, it's almost like living on a submarine because you have to be very <laughs> similar to that. Right? <laughs> this is what I'm saying. I see the relationship with the submarines for sure. No question about it. Yeah, they have a lot more space than we did, but <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, they, that's tell true. Us. That's true. Yeah. So what we what we always say. It's going to sound strange, but moving out actually starts with moving in. Mm -hmm. So when you go to move in, you should always remember, you should, every single thing that goes through that door, you need to have an end game for. Because the, the, the year goes fast, as we all know, you're only there for a short period of time. You're, you, most of the time you'll fly home for different breaks. So you're actually only in your dorm room a very short period of the year. Right. So moving out actually starts with when you move in. So just keep that in mind. Yeah, you know, I um, think um, I, I really appreciate that that's where you're starting, especially because um, we were chatting a little bit beforehand about with the role you played on campus during the COVID shutdown a couple of years ago and just the sheer volume of things. And hopefully we won't have another experience like that, but it right. really illustrated for our whole community how much stuff and what to do with all the stuff and the the sort of eco impact of dis disposing of all that stuff. What was that experience like for you? No, you're absolutely right. And that, that'll, that's an eye-opening experience when anything can happen at any point. Um, so you have to realize, you know, you'll have off-campus versus on-campus, which is completely different. And this is kind of focused on kids that um, that are far away from campus. That they have to, you can't just jump in a car and, you know, drive home really fast. You're, kids going it, to school cross-country. Yes, that's yeah. right. You're, <laughs> it's, an, it's an airplane ride away and that kind of stuff. Right, so right. you do have to realize that, you know, if we're going to focus kind of on um, um, the on-campus items... Um, you just have to realize that most of the most of that most of the dorm rooms are already furnished. You don't need to go typically and buy you know large pieces of furniture. <laughs> uh, you know that's you actually know, entertainment system. A good thing and to that say. Kind of stuff. Yeah. Because if you really want to do that, you can rent those items and stuff. Um, it's it's easier to just rent it at the end of the year. Make a phone call. They come pick it up, and you're done. Right. Yeah, um, it's yeah. much it's much simpler that way. It's great advice. Interesting. Um, um, a lot of things, um, you know, you'll have a little tiny kitchen. You know, most of the students they'll come from homes with completely fully, you know, fully equipped kitchens. Dorm rooms don't need fully equipped kitchens typically. They just need the absolute essentials. Um, you don't need to have every type of you know every type of kitchen appliance <laughs> because you have you have to do something with that at the end of the year. Yeah. You either have to store it, sell it, donate it, trash it, whatever the case yeah. may be. So what kinds of stuff do you find at the end of the year that students quite frequently just leave, either leave behind because they have no idea what to do with, or it ends up in a, in a, one thing that I noticed during the COVID shutdown is the cleaning supplies. Because yeah. these students all get sent off to their first move-ins. Their parents assume they're going to do all this windexing and pledging all over the place. And that stuff never gets used. And then it just gets thrown away at the end of the year. So what yeah. kinds of stuff are yeah, you Yeah, and, and what you said is true. And what, what a lot of times, if they can communicate with the other students, not, you know, if you're in a dorm room with four other people, 
not all of the students <laughs> need to go and buy like Windex, for example. They communicate <laughs> together. Brush. We yeah. don't need four you don't need four, of, four of them. <laughs> right. um, just communicate with them. A little bit of cleaning supplies last a long, long time, yeah. and that that is something. It's a whole different topic, but to keep yeah. the dorm rooms a little cleaner than uh, you know, yeah. just clean it every once in a while. And at the end, it's not going to be so bad to clean this. Yeah. You know, to clean to clean your place, but. Uh, even, yeah, at the end of the year, sometimes there are, maybe instead of buying like a, you know, two or three bottles or something, or buying bulk or anything like that, just <laughs> buy a smaller, it's just a small dorm yeah. room. Yeah, that's a great idea. So they could have like a shared, a shared list yeah. of, of yeah. supplies yeah. in the suite. That's right. Right, right. Exactly. And it just, at the end of the year, it's less to deal with. Yeah. So what's the most surprising thing you found? Oh, my God. Discarded. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, Change names to protect the innocent. No, right. <laughs> well, I don't know about surprising. The, the, I think the biggest thing, the, the, the on-campus is completely different than off-campus. Um, I do have to tell you, the, the, the biggest surprise is the, the size of some of the televisions that we see in the dorm rooms. <laughs> um, <laughs> Some of the dorm rooms have, you know, 70, 75 inch televisions and there's a problem there. I mean, you have to deal with this at the end of the year. So my recommendation, this is a great recommendation. Yeah. Instead of buying these massive TVs, a lot of times that I, we, we recommend are these incredibly small projectors. They can project them onto the wall, save the box. It's incredibly easy to put the projector back. We can start for like nothing. It's That's no so problem smart. at all. You can put the projector close to the, t the wall, make it a two foot, two, you know, 24 yeah. inch TV or back it all the way up. So and it's smart. massive. They can put, they can hook their laptops, their game stations, their I phones, projectors. everything projector. onto it. So the smart. projectors are so much easier than buying a 75 and more inch versatile TV. Too. absolutely the other thing that i just on the subject of tvs to go down that little rabbit hole for a second here because this does come up on the parent page a lot like how how do we mount the tv on the side of the wall which always baffles me like first of all you don't, you don't. um that's the first <laughs> answer so but the second answer is guess what your kid actually doesn't probably really need a tv in college because get they don't sit around watching tv they but, don't but a lot of times they'll do like games and stuff like yeah, that some that of them I can will focus see. on that but again, if they want to um, get a projector, smart. Clearly, I don't sell projectors, but maybe I should. <laughs> maybe you should start. I should. Yeah. <laughs> However, yeah. they can take the projector, bring it into their their neighbors' rooms. Yeah. They can put it into a common yeah. area. And no, it's like a that. it's a great example of how to simplify the it's situation. An, it's incredibly in easy to do. Yeah. They can pack it up at the end of the year, put it in a box, and you're completely done. That's a great suggestion, and it and it's universal. Everybody. Uh, Everybody has a, a everybody can and laugh, it's everything can much hook more up to affordable it. than a you know hundred percent. It's just affordable. ridiculous. Yeah, sorry. Okay, it's very very simple. Um, again, uh, kitchens, um, just the essentials only. <laughs> just make sure you know most of the students DoorDash anyway. Yeah, and yeah. Um, you know eat at the you know at the halls, so they don't need a fully stocked kitchen with three air fryers and right. rice cookers and everything else. Right. They don't use them The anymore. other thing, too, is that sometimes they don't have to show up with all this stuff. If, and Mindy and I have said this before. They're not going to school on the dark side of the moon. I believe Amazon probably delivers, like, 
it's perfectly that, okay yeah. to just wait and see what you need before Absolutely. packing the kitchen. And then thing. you can commute, and then you can meet with your, you know, your sweet yeah. mates. Figure it out. If you absolutely need an item, have it shipped in. Not so. worth sweating the small stuff. Can we talk about storage? Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Storage systems. I know yes. that when my son was a, f- a first year student, he called me and probably around this time, March, April, and said, "I don't have shorts. Can you give me some shorts?" <laughs> so I rounded up some shorts. I sent them to him. And when I packed them up at the end of the year, I found a pile this big of shorts. So he had them. He just couldn't find them. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So. Yes. Well, and it's just, it boils down to, it's a very simple thing. It's just trying to stay organized. Right. Trying to make list of everything that you want to take a look at. Inventorying what you actually have. Mm-hmm. And... You know, you want to, and also when you're, you're here, we come in almost to the end of the year. The best advice that we can give you is, is packing and moving out. Sim- it's very simple. Start the process before the finals. Oh, Start, what a concept. Yes. Start <laughs> it before the finals. And, and, and I'm speaking to the parents now. Yeah. I, have a co- I have a college daughter. She's in college. Oh, She's doing fantastic. She's about to move out as well. If you can navigate an entire year at a university, you can you can pack your items as a, <laughs> as a student. You can. That's do that. a radical statement you're making. I, it is. That's. I'm going out on the edge here. I think we're gonna get some letters. <laughs> There's a good chance, <laughs> but you can. They can. They can do it. It's we've good. seen it that they wait until the very very last minute because of their finals. Right. I get the finals, however. They're not doing finals now. Right. They're not doing finals a month before actual yeah, finals. Maybe they can purge that fridge. If they can, yeah, <laughs> it's just, we always say make two piles, not three, make two piles. One pile is, this is the items that I needed for summer. This pile is what's going to storage locally. Mm-hmm. Isn't there a third pile? There is a third pile. Okay, third pile, I'm just going down a limb well, here. The third pile, well, there's a, there's a trash and pile but the third pile is I'm gonna think about it later pile Fair and enough. if you make a I'm gonna think about it later pile that is going to be the largest pile that you have yeah and what do you so, see in that pile more than anything is it cleaning supplies well <laughs> if, is, if you big screen TV. well the big the, the big, yeah big screen <laughs> 75 inch couches so the the, the 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 I'm gonna think about it later pile if you if you start one of those even if it's a you know even if you're you know moving uh, residential moves if you if you make a pile like that, everything goes into that pile. You just pick an item, make a decision, and put it in the file pile, and then and then that's it. Fantastic. Um, that's it. You either yeah. need it at home or you just put it into storage. Yeah. Period. So let's talk about the st- the summer storage for mm-hmm. a second. Um, so I, I don't I don't know that if anyone spends all that much time worrying about and thinking about uh, where their items actually reside during the summer, but. I do see occasionally people being concerned if they have to store like equipment that they need for the fall. They they want to know that it's in a safe place, a dry place, maybe even a climate controlled place. Like where? Absolutely. What are the and, various you know, options obviously that students should think about? Numerous colleges, numerous universities, mm-hmm. and and some are more rural. Some of them mm-hmm. are more like in the middle of a city. So everyone's going to have different options. So the most important thing is if there are 
countless probably companies in the area that will store the items for you. You have storage facilities. You, uh, you know, if you rent a storage facility, I do recommend, obviously it depends on where you are in the country, climate controlled environment because mm -hmm. of the heat in mm -hmm. the majority of the country. Um, you can um, have a, a student that owns a car, truck or something like that, rent a unit and just bring your stuff back. Renting cars and vans and stuff like that obviously at this age is it's the, tricky. It's, it's tricky. Yeah. And stuff. And it's so, not really a viable option to, it's not. for a student to navigate Correct. that whole thing on their own. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's what I recommend is just definitely climate controlled uh, environment and uh, if, if a company does um, store the items just make sure you know that's a climate controlled environment as well as far as you know making sure that they have insurance um, and that. So I wanted to uh, I want to go back to something that you were just talking about with regards to climate controlling. So um, you know I've, I've had a few adventures in storage units myself. Me too. <laughs> and um, I don't think I've ever had a climate controlled uh, storage unit but i always wish that i had yeah. <laughs> like when i'm moving stuff back out you can kind of see the impact of not having climate control so talk to me what the average you know person putting their stuff in storage what kinds of risk they're running by not having a climate control sure and it, and, it, and it actually goes by it's gonna sound weird but it kind of goes by major so like yeah so like the art students oh. it's more important than like an english student that would have just books and just miscellaneous stuff. Oh, interesting. So it's more like, like an art student or anything with uh, any kind of paint or yeah. uh, small uh, books or any of those kind of things. It can warp. Yeah, that yeah. can do it. Um, most of the time, you know, it's such a small period of time yeah. that, uh, you know, you just don't want it to heat up in, a, you know, in yeah. the summer heat. And it sounds to me like, and we talked a little bit about this before, the convenience of working with someone like you locally in the area to have the stuff physically moved in and moved out is that the students don't have to hassle with transportation for themselves or their belongings that they're working with someone who does the whole thing turnkey pretty much correct is that that's right? absolutely right yeah and some, you know some universities might not have a system like this um and sometimes we fill up we've uh, you know our, yeah. our, our our program fills up rather quickly because of you know the the popularity of it has uh, really exploded over the years, right, which is right. fantastic. Uh, but there are numerous other options out there. Don't feel yeah. as though if yeah. you know they call a company like ours and it's booked that that's their only option. Right. Do you, ex do you accept options. bribes? <laughs> well, <laughs> one at a time. <laughs> Depends on what the bribe is. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and also when they do when they do unpack. If they do move cardboard boxes in, keep the cardboard box, break it down, put it in the back of their closet. Under um, the bed. Yeah, under the bed or something along those lines um, because you're going to need those cardboard boxes at the end anyway. Um, that And then um, also when they do store stuff over the summer, remember don't store anything empty. If you have a suitcase that you're storing, fill it. Fill it with something. Fill it with something. Right. Don't, don't take the contents of those little drawers out put it in a, in a box or anything like that. That would be, Store the whole thing. That would be, of course, intuitive to us, but to my to my 19-year-old son, wouldn't, no I don't clue. know that he would think of that. I yeah. think it's great advice. That's right. And yeah, you want to store everything full. Right. Now, without embarrassing anyone, can you tell us any memories of the funniest thing that you've ever had to store? Oh, my goodness. The, <laughs> I think it's, 
I think the funniest thing would be the actual quantity of some of the things that we store, the amount of things. Right. Um, now, is this stuff that they would have brought from the get-go or stuff that they accumulated over the course of the year? Both. Both. Awesome. <laughs> I have a feeling that a lot, some of the students, they actually, they know the Amazon drivers by name. I think they have such a massive amount of stuff, of stuff right. that, that, that basically goes untouched all year. Right. And we'll, we'll do a truck and a half. We have moved students out of off-campus housing and they have more items than actual um, you know people that are actually in apartments uh, that live there full time like in their tiny families. little dorm room yeah I mean exercise families exercise equipment <laughs> rented pelotons what everything that you could possibly imagine you've done it I can't we've imagine a college there. student having a peloton I'm sorry that's very, very hard for me to imagine so, um, Todd, do you have any uh, advice on, like, definite no-go? Don't do the following from a packing perspective. Yeah. So, a couple things. Um, we always recommend don't pack for, you know, uh, over the summer. Don't pack. You don't pack food. Try not to pack uh, liquids. Don't pack cleaners. None of that stores well. Um, just kind of anticipate Plants. that you're moving. Plants. <laughs> Um, and that kind of Goldfish. stuff. Don't pack. I know this is going to sound crazy. Don't pack trash. Don't, if you haven't That does not it, sound crazy yeah, to me. Yeah, if you haven't touched yeah. it or anything like that, throw it out. Donate it, whatever the case may be. And the other, the other thing is when you're packing, don't pack dirty clothes, dirty sheets. Wash everything prior <laughs> to packing. I know it sounds simple. Now that's crazy, be, Tom. I know, crazy that's, Tom. I'm sorry. That's a bridge too far. <laughs> I know. So because when you open it back up, and you can immediately start, you know, you can start fresh. It'll, you'll, you'll thank yourself. To in do, August. You'll, yeah, you'll when you thank come back. yourself. Can you imagine packing up your kids' dirty sheets? I've seen it. I've seen it too. I've mm. seen it. It's horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, so this that's is, a couple um, of things. That's a, just a little touch on a couple of things there. Awesome, yeah. Todd. A, a, I, I sense that we're going to have Todd back I, on future episodes of we'd, the I'd love to come podcast. Down. I think you have a wealth of information. I feel like if every college-bound parent could just sit and consult with you and <laughs> come up with a personalized list of how to deal with this particular situation... One-on-one um, with Todd. One-on-one -on -one oh with Todd. Gosh. And then you could run like tutorials for <laughs> the kids in the spring. Like just yes. set up a little table yes. outside the dorm and be like, just, oh my gosh. just here Ask to help you get started. Here. And um, yeah, Todd, you've been such <laughs> a good, so you've been so great for our families, truthfully. Thank you they so had, much. I, I, you have um, a wonderful business and your work ethic is unparalleled and we are lucky. And that's why I tell my people in, in, January to start. And we really appreciate everything. And and we do we do unfortunately fill up and we push it over what we normally do. And the and you know, if you didn't get into this year, um, you know, try again a little earlier next year. We really apologize for everybody that we can't handle and we really genuinely feel bad. Um, when we absolutely, you know, we have to, t you know, turn away families, but yeah. we, we can only accept so much. Well, right? like um, Mindy knows, I think there are franchises in your future at other colleges and universities. It's definitely a possibility. We're yeah. so busy right now with everything, um, but we've been approached uh, a couple times and stuff. But we we really want to keep it local. We want to keep it um, laser focused on and of when people do sign up, 
to a hundred percent take care of them yeah. throughout the entire process. That's we're a, uh, we're very, very customized, incredibly kind of important to us. Yeah, that every single thing uh, is done a hundred percent right. Yeah, and if we take too many. Uh, if we take on too many, we're, we're going to uh, jeopardize that. Yeah. And it also, you know, like with everything that Mindy and I talk about on this podcast, there are various ways, lots of ways to skin a cat, as Mindy has said before. Not every student needs this level of, you know, backup with regards to packing. That's right. Some student, there's lots of variability in the level of capabilities that students have with regards to this kind of stuff. So not everybody necessarily needs this or wants this some kids have just a different way of approaching their lives but for the students who really do need this and the families in particular who need this kind of service it's really invaluable yeah and i really appreciate it and just and do do remember there are literally thousands of people that go the thousands of students that go to that school that live worldwide yeah and uh we it's hard really try uh every year we get busier sooner um and i think COVID has has taught a lot of of people to you know plan ahead a little earlier we normally would take orders you know all the way up into may but after since covid they've everyone yeah. has just really gotten on board really really early yeah which is, well we'll uh, put we'll post the contact information for your company on our website um prior to this podcast dropping so people will know how to get in touch with you if you're connected to our local university um, and then also by connecting to your website, maybe they can, in their own communities, try to find um, people who do similar sorts of work in their, in their local university communities. Thank you, Todd. We really appreciate Thank you being so here. I'm so pleased. Us. I and finally I, got to meet you I know, after all this time. <laughs> local celebrity. Thank, Thank you. Uh, I don't know about that, but thank you so much for having me. Thank you. And at the end of the day, what we always say... Your kids are fine. They're really going to be fine. Everybody's fine. fine. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. The Parent Page Podcast is brought to you with sound editing from Jeff Easton. You can communicate with Mindy and Leslie through email at theparentpagepodcast at gmail.com. Please send us your questions, suggested topics for discussion, or notes from the parent pages in your life. Join us next time and we promise to keep working to help with the parent page crazy and help make sense of it all. And remember, the kids are fine. Everything's fine.